Today on CityCast Philly, the general election is Tuesday, November 7th, and Philadelphians will select our 100th mayor. This week, I'm speaking with both candidates to get to know them better and to help you make your choice. It's Thursday, November 2nd. I'm Trini Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Democratic candidate Sherelle Parker, welcome to CityCast Philly. Thank you so much. This is my first time being here. Yes, thanks for being here. (laughs) You've been an elected official in Philadelphia for a while. You were a state rep and on city council. But for our listeners who may be new to the city and may not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, Well, um, I am a lifelong Philadelphian. I like to remind people that I'm Philly born, Philly bred. I'll be a Philadelphian till I'm dead. I was raised by my grandparents, but I'm a product of very humble uh, beginnings. Uh, I was a cheerleader and I ran track uh, as a youngster (laughs) for the Wildcats and, and the Philadelphia Flames. Um, I became a community org. I went to public schools, extremely important. My teacher's village, um, super supportive of me. Um, I'm a first-generation college graduate, graduate of Lincoln University, first-generation Ivy League graduate, graduate of Penn. Um, And I was a community organizer. I started when I was about 17, uh, long before it became a popular thing to do. And um, was an intern in city council, learning how to help people with Marion Tasco. Had some dynamic mentors. And look, just been really blessed throughout my entire life, Janae. Now, you said Wildcat. I'm a North Philly Aztec, so I'll Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Candidate Parker, thinking back on just your experience in the city, what's one accomplishment that you're most proud of? In the state house. When I was in Harrisburg, proud of that body of work, but I think it was um, revenue for the school district when we need new additional revenue because we had a structural uh, deficit, hundreds of millions of dollars. Being able to um, deliver that was extremely important. And then it was uh, the delinquent property taxes uh, here in the city of Philadelphia and uh, using uh, that revenue um, along with an additional sales tax to help with the funding of our municipal pension system. So that was the house. But in in city council, um, our budgetary work, but. There's this cleaning program called PHLTCB. Trinane, if you like drive through different commercial quarters, you'll see people like wearing these neon shirts or hoodies. And it says PHLTCB. Like every time I see it, I like roll down the windows. I'm like, hi, hi. <laughs> That's a program that started in my district. But I introduced a $10 million transfer ordinance. And now it's in neighborhoods across the city. But we need to put it on steroids to make it even more effective working with our sanitation department. So I'm super excited about that and proud of it. What's most frustrating to you about how Philly city government works? Ooh, now I think that's the first time I, uh, it's the first time I think I've had that one. Um, And I'm going to give it to you straight. I function with a sense of urgency. When we know what it is that needs to be done, I want to get it done. And I'll give you a perfect example. We all watch what just happened 
with the intergovernmental collaboration and then the building trades in the private sector, all of those folks who came together to, to repair I-95, right? Yes. All of those stakeholders got together and they removed the barriers that needed removing so that they could get it done. So for me, government runs slowly. It's a bureaucracy. Yes, I know. 26,000 people. Sherelle Park, you're talking about a $6 billion industry, almost 26,000 employees. And um, while I understand all of that, I am uh, not very uh, receptive to the pace with which we can implement change. And so I'm going um, to, to do my best if it's God's will and the people give me the privilege of serving them. Um, to to move with a sense of urgency because all of the challenges that we face now and because people's lives are so intensely impacted by the work that we do, you know, I'm going to push the envelope, you know, and, you know, it's, it makes some people uncomfortable, you know, but I'm going to do it. So at least I said it, I got it out. Candidate Parker, let's talk about your first 100 days. If you're elected, what's going to be the first thing that you would change if elected? Well, first things first, not change. We have to do uh, have to, you know, select a police commissioner. That person has to be sworn in. They need to immediately begin developing a comprehensive a public safety plan for the city of Philadelphia. And we have to begin getting the leadership. Now, the leadership of every city department together uh, and, and any of our external partners, people hear me talk about intergovernmental cooperation, that collaboration, it is essential. Local, state, federal government, everyone that we need in order to make our public health and safety our number one priority in the city of Philadelphia. That is, that is the first thing that I'm going to do. Also, when that group of stakeholders comes together from police commissioner to every commissioner in the city, I will, uh, if I am elected mayor, implement something that I'm referring to as, it's called city stat traditionally. Some people, if you worked in a police department, it was called ComStat, the form of accountability where the leaders have to come before their peers along with the leadership, and they have to uh, affirm um, how their work is meeting the mission and the goals at hand. So for me, you know my platform. We're going to make Philadelphia the safest, cleanest, greenest big city in the nation with access to economic opportunity for all. So every department is going to have to come before their peers and before me, and they're going and they're going to have to demonstrate how what they're doing is is very tangibly um, contributing to help to make the city of Philadelphia hit every key mark. And then we're going to have to communicate that information to the uh, the public. So IT is going to be important to me because I never want you all. And when I say you all, I'm referencing like your listening audience, your viewing audience. I never want you to be able to say you you don't know what government is doing or you didn't have access uh, to government. And we'll be working to establish a mayor's community council in neighborhoods across this city. So those very same leaders can make sure that their departments are in the community on a regular basis. You know, it won't be something special or a crisis. But you imagine, Trinae, I don't know where you live. I'm in Northwest Philadelphia. I'm in West now. You're, you're in West. So you imagine in West, West Philly, you know that every month 
All of the city departments are in West Philly. You don't have to wait until there's a crisis. You know they're going to be in your neighborhood and you can go see them up close and personal. That's how I function. And that's what I want to get established. You mentioned a police commissioner would be on your agenda in the first 100 days. Who would you choose? Well, I listen, I'm, I'm going to stay true to my um, to my declaration during the uh, the primary election and even this general one where I affirm that I will not make public. I will not make personnel decisions on uh, the campaign trail. But what I will tell you about whomever it is um, that would be selected as a police commissioner under Parker administration, they are going to have knowledge of our city. I don't want a police commissioner who needs to use the GPS to get to 52nd and market like that is not, you know, I want somebody who knows our city, who knows the department. They don't, uh, they could be national, you know, they could be in another state or city right now, or they could be right here in Philadelphia. But knowledge of our city is extremely important. Um, cultural competency is important for me, um, uh, Trinae, emotional intelligence. Um, and uh, quite frankly, they have to share in the vision that I've laid out. Um, other people talked about public safety. I was so proud that even before I became a candidate for mayor, I introduced a comprehensive neighborhood safety and community policing plan that called for community policing officers walking a bike. I mean, uh, walking a beat, riding bikes in our neighborhood. And uh, it also called for addressing quality of life issues, brighter lights, cleaning, greening, uh, helping our commercial quarters. Um, and But we also talked about being smart with technology, right? Making sure that the detectives who are investigating crime, so crime clearance, clearing crime, solving crimes, you know, modern forensics um, a unit, um, wh whatever supports and assistance needed. So I, 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 was, I was proud of that plan and whomever the commissioner is he or she will have to share that vision now we do also have we've been having some trouble in the police department with recruiting and retaining officers how would you go about that so uh one i will tell you we need to remove every barrier to entry that we can possibly think of as it relates to that police department so anything that has pre been preventing and or discouraging i don't care if we're talking about standardized testing and i'm not talking about lowering uh you know our our bar we want the best and the brightest and we want to make sure we get a well trained and we are able to make sure they're well trained but any barrier to entry that means our HR department. Um, that that means doing every bundling uh, incentives he offered here in the city with the hopes that they'll want to live here too. Um, but you also have to have a mayor, and I can't I can't share enough with you how important this is. You've got to let people know that you value them. You've got to let them know that you see them. You got to let them know that, listen, you have one of the toughest jobs that we could imagine right here in this city. And one, I've selected, um, you know, the, a, a leader who also values you. Now I'm talking about the person to lead the department. And we want you to come on because we know you have a police commissioner and you have a mayor who affirmed your work. OK, who also understands that there will be zero tolerance for any misuse or abuse of authority by police officers in a police department under a Parker administration.
Before we let you go, um, I have some quick questions. Kenya Parker, why do you love Philly? Janae, I owe this city so much. Statistics say that someone coming from the humble beginnings that I come from, that I shouldn't be this close to this opportunity to do what no one like me has ever done before. Everything about my real life lived experience has helped to prepare me to meet this moment, the good and the bad. And when I think about how I've even gotten access to the opportunity to be here, I think about my family. I think about my grandma, my grandparents, but my grandmother, uh, my the matriarchs in my family who were domestic workers. My grandmother and my Aunt Mary, who uh, worked extremely uh, hard and did the best they could at giving me all the good that they had, and and telling me that it didn't matter that we weren't wealthy. It was my job to go earn. It was my job to go learn. So if I was willing to give it a thousand and one percent, I could be anybody I wanted to be. I think about my teachers. I think about my coaches. I think about the women in politics who came before me, who never got to a point where they could be this close to the opportunity, but they taught me. And in and, and the village that you hear me referencing, um, I'm black and I'm a woman and I've lived at the intersection of race and gender my entire life. Um, and, and, and so, of course, I'm talking about black people, but you need to know my village looks like the United Nations. You know, I think about my Jewish mother, Mary Herdick, um, my white high school English teacher, Jeanette Jimenez, who taught me about black women's literature. And said, you need to read Maya Angelou and Antizaki Shange and Sonia Sanchez. If you read their work, they will show you yourself and it will encourage you to move forward. So the reason people say, why do you love Philly? I love Philly because I owe so much to this city. I love our grit. I love our passion. I love our resilience. I love our can-do spirit. And I want to bring it back. I have a rapid fire questions I got to ask you. Speaking of Philly, there's got to be a favorite restaurant that you have. Oh, gosh. Listen, I'm in the terminal all of the time, but I love. All right. South. I have South. South. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. there's going to be something. <laughs> um, favorite public park. Oh, um, this is public park. I have to say Tacony. OK. Favorite. Sports team. Oh, this is bad. You, I can only choose one. I can only choose one. Only one. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth because I've got. They, oh, I know. Man. I know what I can say. I know what I can say. All Philly. All Philly. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, favorite citywide celebration. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, tell me. I'm thinking the one I love, it was called Unity Day. And WDAS oh, right. radio yes, station yes. was the sponsor of it. But man, we oh, it was it was beautiful. I like the Fourth of July here, the, that that whole mm-hmm. I like that, but I really love Unity Day. Okay, this is the last one. Can you give us a hack for living in Philly? So this is for folks who just moved into the city. They're trying to figure out how to navigate it. One of my hacks I love to give is try to figure out Fairmount Park because you could get from North Philly to West Philly in like five minutes. <laughs> oh, um, learn to love Broad Street. 
Learn okay. to love Wall Street. <laughs> okay. If you don't like the expressway, if you don't like, you know, the drive and just learn to love Broad Street. Sometimes if you're going, you know, the right speed and at the right time, those lights change. You know, people say, I don't want to go all the way up Broad Street. Learn to love Broad Street. It's cool. I love that. Okay. Philadelphia Democratic mayoral candidate Sherelle Parker. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me on CityCast Philly. Sure. Thank you so much, Shanae. For more information about Sherelle Parker's campaign, check out the link in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Share this episode with a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye. Bye.